Welcome to another episode of the Philadelphia Podcast Marketing Edition. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about my favorite thing, one of my favorite things, the promotion of your product or service. And following along in the usual format of the Philadelphia Millennial Podcast, I will be sharing a Philadelphia Black History fact or spotlight. So first, I want to say that I believe... And this is a somewhat blanket statement, but I believe that black people have a problem with promoting their businesses um, and their their selves and all of that because we have always been on the negative side and the center of this country's advertising practices. Um, one of the first advertisements of African-Americans in this country were for runaway slaves. <laughs> um, I just got chills, like, cause that, it's, it's really crazy, but, uh, and doing research, cause I actually like am a little history buff. I actually do read and just pull different facts that I want to talk about, but, um, I discovered this young woman, I can't remember her name, but she escaped um, and ended up living in like her grandmother's attic for like years. And her children were bought by another master after like she ran away. Um, But she lived like close, her grandmother lived close to them. Um, But It talked about how her slave master, for like 20 years, continued to post wanted signs for her because she ran away because she no longer wanted to be sexually abused. So (laughs) I personally think that's why black people have a problem with promoting their business because of imposter syndrome and just because of our history as being the first subjects of advertisement in this country. Um, And if you think that that thought is crazy and that it would be impossible to inherit that, then you don't understand how trauma is passed down through DNA and that some of us have trauma from three, four generations ago that we didn't even experience that are passed down, that has been passed down in our DNA. Um, After slavery, I mean the common Aunt Jemima picture. Um, Let's not forget the newspapers of strange fruit hanging from trees. For those who don't know what strange fruit is, um, munched bodies is what strange fruit is. Um, But I say all this to say, that it's just time that we control the narrative. We control the narrative of our lives, of our stories, of our businesses, that we stand firm in um, authentic advertising, that we aren't um, playing with our people, playing on our people's trust of us, uh, all of that. Black people in history usually started to use um, advertisements to support their struggling newspapers. Frederick Douglass 
in all of them. Um, but one of the first African-Americans um, that was a public relations and advertising pioneer was Joseph Varney Baker. Um, if you want more information on him, you can go to the PR Museum website, prmuseum.org backslash, I'm sorry, Black PR Pioneers. So he was one of the first that actually, and he was around in the 60s, um, that actually owned an advertising and PR agency. So I believe that, you know, he his name should be said because not only do African-Americans dominate being the subject of advertisements, but we have the most buying power. So I believe if we have the most buying power, then people that look like us should be the ones making the promotions and the advertisements geared towards us. Not this whole fake outrage stuff that's a trend now, like Gucci. Like, y'all know doing little stuff. Not I didn't even mean to say a little stuff, but y'all know. Y'all know, y'all know. And it's just like the old saying in PR, like, any publicity is good publicity. But anyway... The first thing that I want you to take note of in this episode is that word of mouth marketing is king. Or for all of my ladies, word of mouth marketing is queen, period. You do good business, it will follow you. You do bad business and it will follow you. One of the most important things that I realized in financial coaching is how powerful referrals are. You always ask for referrals. You always ask, hey, do you know two to three people, five people, whatever your number is that are like you that could benefit from my products or services? It always works. Like-minded people hang around like-minded people. And they are always, it's always better when people can give firsthand experience, I mean, a firsthand account of their experience with you. Also, Email lists are the highest converting marketing tool. Think of all the coupons in your inbox you might have. Shoot, I know my ladies probably have a different email for all of those coupons. And when you sign up for discounts and free stuff at stores, you probably just got a specific email for that. So just think about that. Like email lists are the highest converting marketing tool. I'm going to say it again. Email lists are the highest converting marketing tool, okay? Because you can market to them at any time. I'm going through a social media break, but I haven't cut off my email. Think about it. People don't necessarily change their email addresses as frequently as they might change their phone number or phones get disconnected, turned off, they change service plans, have a stalker, whatever the case may be. I mean, I still remember my first email, don't be a scar to 1290 at AOL.com. My cousin made it for me. Who was at Drexel at the time? Don't ask. Um, <laughs> but also stop being shy and fearful about talking about your business. No one knows who you are. Like, I've talked to people and like nobody knows that they're in business. And I'm not saying that your family and friends have to know because newsflash, they're probably not going to be your first customers, but they can always be a promotion for you. One of my church moms, she was passing out her son's business cards 
always does and always keeps them with her because he's a website developer and designer. So she's never going to need a website made. However, she knows and she's in an environment where people will need them. So stop being shy and fearful about talking about your business. It's called the six degrees of separation. Somebody that you know knows somebody that you need to know. Also, when promoting your business, realize that the more no's you get, the closer you get to a yes. That's just really the the laws of, of math and how the world works. I also think that you should look for brand ambassadors or another business who complements yours to help advertise, um, referral programs, whatever you decide to work out. But two is always better in one, than one, especially if you're in complementing fields. Let's say your homegirl does hair and you do lashes. You do makeup, your girlfriend got a lash line. Like... They complement each other. However, they don't necessarily interfere. I believe authentic storytelling on Instagram is really beneficial. You know, they're playing around with numbers, with likes and followers disappearing. And what would people do? How can you actually convey who you are? In a world that's so fake and so superficial, Creating authenticity online helps. People can tell when you're being real or not. People want to know what your daily life looks like. I'm not saying be invasive, but people want to know behind the scenes. People don't just want to know about the product or service. They want to know about everything that goes into the product or service. So that can really be a selling point for you is just letting customers or clients in on the background of what's going on. Um, Also, just being able to be authentic online and authentically tell your story online is paramount because with these algorithms, sometimes your stuff will never get seen. But it's important that when it gets seen, it is valuable and you are being transparent and authentic so people can share, like, and comment. Mostly share. Always, 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 always promote what you are doing from different aspects. Don't think people are tired of seeing it, once again, because of algorithms. I know I used to get caught up, oh, well, I already posted this, I already said this, but um, you got 100 likes on something. You have 1,800 followers. Um, There's a chance, and if the reach said 500, which we know is a little flaky now, there's still over 1,000 people that probably didn't see it. You can also do A-B testing, Just kind of play back and forth with different things. You can use the same quote on a different background. You can use different quotes from the same person. You can use different parts of videos. But just share a variety of content and the same content in different ways, a.k.a. repurposing your content, because people aren't going to get tired of seeing it. And sometimes all the time. People need to be reminded over and over and over again of what you do, how you and how you do it so you can be the first person that comes to mind. Um I have a friend, a church friend who she has a 9 to 5 at a local insurance company, but me and her just talk about business and just other stuff that she knows what I do, so she's constantly telling other people about me. Um, and sharing my con- some of my content 
um, in my page online. Also, I want everyone to think about um, bundling products or services. Products and services is a great way to build clients up. Think about how the phone companies really, really, really got us <laughs> when bundles first came out. You know, they knew that landlines were dying. So it was like, hey, you can get your landline, your internet, and your TV for $99 a month. But then after six months, it's going to go up. And it always goes up. But not saying that yours goes up. That's just the example. I'm giving a bundling bundling products and services. Nobody individually was going to get a phone line. However, bundling the phone line with necessities could help. Back to my example I was using in um, previous episodes, if you're like a health coach and you're like, okay, I know people can exercise, but they really don't want to. It takes a lot out of them. So along with my food prep and my recipe bundle, I'm going to throw in a ticket to this Zumba class. So it's like, hey, you don't get to buy it separately or really have a choice. Now, if you decide to come, that's on you. However, it was already included in what you are you are getting. So you might as well come. So bundling your products and services, like I said, is a great, great, great way to build clientele. Also offering bonuses for buying early and discounts for paying invoices early. I legit told a client two weeks ago that, oh, if you give me the money in the morning, you can just pay me X amount of dollars. And I got the money in the morning. Like she was already talking about it, but just to ensure it and add an extra incentive, I told her, hey, well, if you pay the invoice by Friday, then this is just how much you'll owe. Okay. Um, I'm saying, okay, like y'all here, uh, <laughs> be aware of the lifestyle that your client lives so you can be on target, i.e. religious holidays, cultural holidays. If your, if your, um, ideal clients are Christian entrepreneurs, then you want to be cognitive of maybe Christmas sales, Easter sales, Resurrection Sunday sales, rather. Um, you know, like if you are, uh, if you sell Islamic garbing, you know, you want to make sure that before Ramadan hits in May or June, when it usually falls, that, you know, you have a supply of overgarments for women, that you have this for the kids, this for the men. Like you need to be culturally competent. If you are selling T-shirts, then you want to make sure and you are selling to black people, you know, you might want to be cognitive of making a Juneteenth t-shirt. You know, knowing these things and being able to properly place products and services and or offer discounts and bonuses is imperative. Think about Father's Day um, emails we get, Mother's Day emails. Back again to my email list. See how this is all building upon one another. Also, don't be afraid to go old school on them. I'm talking about, besides word of mouth, advertising, flyers that are on half sheets of paper. I personally hate flyers that are on whole sheets of paper. Like, 
they bug the hell out of me. Like you've wasted so much paper and ink for something that someone might throw away. But also on the flyer, have a call of action, offer a discount, offer um, a bonus, something to get people to then follow up. But don't be afraid to go old school. So to recap the promotion episode, remember... African-Americans, it's time that we change the narrative of how we are marketed to and what we market and stop suffering from imposter syndrome. And remember that we earn the place to be here and to not only ask for what we want, but boldly proclaim what we want and have our products or services out there to meet the needs of people. That's first. Second, remember, word of mouth is king. Do good business, it will follow you. Do bad business, and it will follow follow you. Always ask for referrals. Always, always, always. Email lists are the highest converting marketing tool. Think of all the coupons that are at your um, inbox right now as we speak. Stop being shy and fearful about talking about your business. No one knows who you are. Remember, the closer, the more no's you get, the closer you are to a yes. Always look for brand ambassadors and other businesses who complement your business. Remember to tell stories authentically on Instagram. Because if they take the likes and follows away, y'all going to be up the creek with no paddle. Always promote what you are doing from different aspects, different ways. Don't think that people are tired of seeing it. Think about ways you can bundle your products and service is a great way to build clientele. Offer bonuses for buying early, discounts for paying invoices early, and be aware of the lifestyle that your client lives so you can be on target. Religious holiday, cultural holidays. My examples were Easter, Ramadan, Christmas, Juneteenth. It's summertime, so every big city is having pride parades, all of that. And then don't be afraid to go old school. Have flyers, if they're appropriate, with calls to action to get the client to follow up that has some type of incentive. Billboards, radio spots, T-shirts, pins, buttons, and places that will help your business gain visibility. So I'm proud of you because now you have completed the fourth episode, which means that you should have at least a page of notes of things that you've thought of that you can do to help better inform the product, price, placement, and promotion of your business. So if you're just joining us on the fourth episode, make sure that you catch up on the previous three going into more detail about the product, price, and placement. It's time to discover the steps your business should take for marketing to be less overwhelming and more profitable by downloading the business audit workbook at ImaniInspires.com. It's time to examine how your product, price, placement, and promotion of your business is affecting your profit. The audit workbook is available for free at ImaniInspires.com.